Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. Hope you're doing well. This is Mike in Mobile, Alabama, um, just driving to work. And uh, sorry for the noise, if you can hear in the background, but it is um, it is raining, it's 61 degrees, uh, and I'm driving. So there are background noises. I just This podcast I like to keep really simple. There's no, obviously, music in the beginning of the end or intro. I just kind of get right into it and just do a short talk. Um, but we've been going over First and Second Timothy, and uh, we're in Second Timothy chapter 4, and I wanted to share a verse that is really an exhortation, even though it came from Paul's own testimony of living for the Lord. Uh, so it's Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 which, uh, I'm sorry, which Paul writes to Timothy. Paul writes, I have fought the good fight of faith. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Three incredibly important actions that Paul took. I have fought the good fight. What's the connotation here? Well, it's not easy to live by faith. It's not a breeze to believe in Jesus and go all out for Him and be sold out for Him and live fully for Him. It is not easy. It's a fight, right? We know that. It's a fight, but we need to be reminded that our leader... will always lead us to victory. But it's a battle. It's a fight. It's not a simple thing. And I think when people first get saved, we have to let them know the reality of living for the Lord. And, you know, one of my friends, soon after I was saved, he let me know the reality of being a Christian, of of really being Christian. Because at first, you're just on fire. It's like your first love, like Ephesus. It's like, wow, this is amazing. How can anything be better than this? Like... I'm, I'm hardly going to have any... Why would I even have any problems anymore? I mean, I, I'm walking with the Lord. This is awesome. And it's exciting. It's, you know, fills you with passion to be newly saved, newly living for the Lord, and, and learning all of these tenets of the faith, these doctrines and uh, the truths and the way God views you. You know, it's pretty astounding. You're just like, I'm standing in awe right now. Um... But I remember my friend was like, yeah, it's going to be a struggle at, at times. I know you're on fire right now, he told me, but there are moments where you're, you're going to feel like God is distant. Distant, You know, there are moments where you're going to struggle. There are moments where, you know, you're going to be in the desert seasons, you know, and he explained what that meant. In the valley, and he explained what that meant. And, and I just couldn't see it at the time because I was so excited. Like, it was almost like I was, I was blind, blinded by the passion and the optimism that I had now that I was... A Christian, you know. But he was right. <laughs> he was definitely right. And it took some months. You know, I, I, I was newly saved and I was excited reading the Bible and going to church and just getting filled and learning and really just soaking it all in. But then there came struggles. Then there came things that God uh, asked me to let go of that it was so painful. It was so hard to... 
to make these changes, you know, to allow God to make these changes. It was so difficult. And I was like, wow, this is serious. This is hard. And it, it was a fight. But the sooner that you surrender to God, the sooner that you realize your blessings and know that no matter what hardships your situation brings, God's still on the throne. He's still working. He's still moving. I think that's important to remember and important to remind ourselves that, yeah, it is a fight. But we're going to, it is a battle, but we are going to fight. It's a battle, but we are going to fight. And God's already won. So So Paul said, I have fought the good fight. And it's not a bad fight. It's not a conniving fight. It's a good fight because it's a fight for the faith. It's a fight to stay immovable in the truths of God's word. To stand strong. To be steadfast. To be in lockstep with the Lord. I have fought the good fight. Don't you want to say that? Like towards the end of your life? You know, I want to say that every day. But I mean, even towards the end of your life. As you're reflecting upon the way that you lived after you were saved. And what, uh, how you were able to be used, you know, humbly by God. Is awesome. To where you can look back and go, ah man, I fought the good fight. I'd also want to say, like Paul said. I have finished the race. Paul knew it was coming to an end. He knew that his time on this earth was temporary and that it was about to be done. It was about to be over. And it wasn't this bleak, dreary, you know, mentality. It was like, no, I I fought the good fight. Um, I fought the good fight. I finished the race. You know, he didn't quit in the middle. He didn't give up because of some difficulties. He didn't throw in the towel because he's like, man, this is too hard. You know, Paul kept going. He kept fighting for the faith. He finished his race. He crossed that finish line in victory, arms raised, praising God for all he's done. Man. That's why we're called not to, not to just start well, but to finish well. Finish our race of faith well. Paul said, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. And I think that is the most important thing. He kept focused on the Lord. He kept his eyes on the prize, which is the upward call of Christ Jesus, right? As he says in Philippians. You know, he finished his race. He kept the faith and it saddens me it grieves my heart and obviously it grieves God's heart I mean even more but those who are so seem so strong in the faith and and they fall and they're tempted they fall they compromise and and they're gone it's like they were once there so strong so sure you know of God's truth of being on fire to spread the gospel and they let a little compromise in compromise becomes normalized and then they're taken out because they're lured away 
enemy wants nothing more than to lure away those who are making an impact for eternity. And now they're nowhere to be found. They're gone. They're out there in the world, drifting. Miserable. Acting like they're happy, but they're miserable. So Paul said, I've kept the faith. Keep the faith. You know, stay the course. Stay on the path of God's purpose. Stay on the road of God's will. Because it is the best place to be. There's no better place to be than to be on the road of His will. Walking with God. Letting Him lead. Living by faith. Walking by faith, not by sight. Yes, you have faith, but please keep the faith. Are you going to mess up? Sure. Are you going to stumble? Sure. Are you going to sin? Yes. But make sure there's no transgression in the camp. In other words, transgression is knowing what is wrong, but doing it anyway. Willingly sinning. Knowing, like, what I'm about to do is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Like, don't, you know, become complacent like that. Because what once was a compromise, again, it becomes normalized, and, and you justify it. Like, oh, it's fine. Just a little thing. I mean, it's my liberty, even though you've stepped a couple, uh, a couple of paces over that line. Like, you've crossed the line. But you justify it. Those things will hinder your faith. And I would just say, keep the faith. Well, how do I keep it so difficult? Depend on the Lord. Well, how do you do that? Surrender to Him. But it's so hard. I'm holding on to these things. Let them go. Yield to God. And let Him direct your steps. Let Him guide your heart. And watch Him work. Watch him work. So I love, I love what Paul says. He knows he's coming to the end of his life, but he says in 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. What a testimony. What a blessing. What an encouragement. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you next time.